It is time for your favorite part of the show and my favorite part of the show. It is making fun of the Vegas Golden Knights time. We're going to do that on today's secret late night drop of Locked On NHL. Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, you are listening or watching Locked on NHL, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for making this show. I can't even say your first listen of the day because we're, uh, you know, whatever. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, We're, you know, just doing our best. Uh, My name is Sarah Avampato, host of Locked on Kings and one half of your regular Wednesday crew here on Locked on NHL, joined as always by Jess Belmosto of Locked on Flames. Uh, we're doing a secret late night drop of the show. Um, long story short, life. Yeah. Life. Life slash um, internet provider that I won't name in case they ever become a sponsor of the show. Um, decided to just like kill my internet access for most of the day. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube and you're like, wow, that person looks like greasier and more disheveled than usual and also why are they wearing a coat it's because i also have a temporary dog now and i just went walking in the rain with her so um it's been a great day we're here to talk to you about literally our favorite thing in the world it is making fun of the vegas golden knights because they got themselves in a mess if you have somehow been living under a rock or ignoring hockey news that didn't involve your own team, I'm just going to let you take it away, Jess. What did Vegas do this time? So just like we suspected, they were trying to make a move at the deadline so they could free up some cap space so they could bring back um, Alex Martinez and uh, Mark Stone from LTIR. And (laughs) they were... uh, trying to move Dabnov, but the thing is, the thing is that they just didn't see, did not find his no movement clause trade list thing, and the Anaheim Ducks was going to happily take this player and uh, Dad Nov and his agent were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, excuse me. Hey, um, this list, this team, that's on my list. But apparently somewhere along the shuffle, the list was never filed. Um, and for those of you who maybe don't remember, he was with Ottawa and then was traded to Vegas or signed with Vegas um, on July 28th. And then this list was due by free agency opening on July. Did free agency even open on July 1st this year? Whatever. It was July 1st. And um, I I just don't think the list was ever filed by Ottawa. It's just so (laughs) messy. It's whenever you like, we, you first like messaged me about like, Hey, this is definitely what we're talking about. My response was the like Marie Kondo from the Netflix show. I love mess because that is literally (laughs) like what I feel about this. Um, 
And I mean, like the funny thing is that, like, I feel like net, like, obviously when he put that list together, probably included Anaheim because he's like, this team is garbage and they're going to be garbage, but like, they're not going to make the playoffs, but they're definitely on the way up. So it's right, like you're on the upswing for sure. Know. But I feel like I would refuse the trade just out of the principle of the thing, even if I was like, well, maybe I'd actually want to go there. Um, and <laughs> I feel like the like the greatest part, I mean, it sucks for Evgeny Dadanov because he is in like a terrible position now having to go back to a team that was like trying to get rid of him. Right. Um, he basically he he's supposed to be in their lineup for their next game. Uh, they already like confirmed it, of course, like Vegas, because their Vegas put out a tweet that was like, oops, like we welcome yeah. Evgeny back to the team. I was like, you could have just said nothing. Like you should have just said nothing because that's so Vegas. I, I messy. There's nothing <laughs> like clean cut cookie cutter ever coming from Vegas ever again. You know, I think that they truly like cursed themselves when they traded Flurry and never told him. So <laughs> I think that, um, you know, that just kind of set the precedent and set the tone for the rest of their uh, franchise history. And everyone, like, the reaction on Twitter was like, how does this happen? Like, which is more embarrassing or out of hand, unprofessional? Arizona not filing their taxes <laughs> or this situation? Because I don't know, like, I'm trying to think. How do you, as like a general manager, like I'm sure it's not just on the GM, but how, you don't have like a file or something to rack through and be like, oh, here's so-and-so's list on a sticky note. Right? I mean, that's how I keep everything important. And I feel like I've definitely been learning, like there was an article, I'm pretty sure it was Pierre Lebrun in The Athletic was like talking about this. And it has blown my mind that there is no actual like central repository keeping track of players, no trade, like anything special like that. It's just up to like the individual teams to know. And like there, I think it was the same article that was like giving examples of times in the past where things have gone awry. Like, you know, a player emailed his list right to the GM, the GM got fired and then no one ever got the list or oh, like, you know, like, all sorts of, you know, bonkers stuff like that and like this isn't even the first time this has happened no. in the nhl it's just been a long time since since it's happened um but like i feel like if if you if you are a person out there who peruses uh reddit the am i the ah uh, uh boards uh you will know that my the the judgment on this will sound very familiar to you which is everyone sucks here like with the exception of like evgeny dadanov who was just like the innocent party in this trade because like right. Ottawa messed something up. Like Vegas, like I'm sure if you read his contract, it probably says something like see addendum right. blah for the no trade clause. Like if I were Dadnov's agent, I probably would have wanted to be like, hey, y'all got that thing, right? Like just right. everyone sucks. So everyone sucks. Like my first, like now that I'm sitting down and like actually like thinking about it and talking about it out loud, I wonder if Ottawa didn't have him like formally submit anything mm -hmm. because they knew he'd be going elsewhere mm -hmm. and then 
Vegas didn't do their due, due diligence and say, hey, like, you know, like when you're in school and they're like, did you fill out your emergency contact form? Uh -huh. Like no one followed up and was like, hey, like, can I have your no trade right. list? And then again, why is there no central <laughs> hub? Yeah. Like or that. I that swear to God, crazy. the NHL headquarters probably still uses like a fax machine <laughs> and like typewriters and like just there. How is this it the is most? 2022. Right. This I mean, is what also, happens when you like, have old people who are out of touch with technology. Right. right? Like, also, the fact that, like, the, like, NHL central registry that you have to, like, you know, register your trades with is literally you call them. And so right. that's why, like, I'm sure that they just don't want to invest the money. Like, I'm sure it would be actually be very complex to, I don't know, make a computer thing that does it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, like, that's why, like, these trades don't even, like, officially become official until like two hours after the trade deadline because right. everyone is on hold with the like two people that work there just make an excel spreadsheet for god's <laughs> sake like are you kidding me i i just google form google form <laughs> like when i found out that like things have to go into like a queue and like you do call and mm -hmm. like i feel like it's like sitting on the phone like calling into your local radio station to win concert tickets right. like as a teenager and it's just like why is this a thing and like waiver wires like you have to call right you don't press some buttons maybe that'll change once more like millennials and lower get into positions of leadership like you, you really want to tell me that you know Cal you Duba, answer like, a phone like no we're so busy we don't want a phone who talks on the phone right so weird. Me a text <laughs> they're not just like a, a hotline or right? you know like would you like to claim player right? from this like, team yes or like no dm the nhl like <laughs> slide into their dms to be like hey i'd like me one trevor zegris <laughs> right like <laughs> It's like a drive-through. You just order yes. what you want and you get exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we're going to continue making fun of Vegas because that is what we do best. We're also going to look at the other trades that happened in the Western Conference. But I believe you have some food to tell us about. I do. HelloFresh. Uh, with HelloFresh, you get a farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why they are America's number one meal kit. Uh, HelloFresh is just fantastic for me personally because as someone who works multiple jobs and is a full-time student, I do not have time to go to the grocery store. I don't care. <laughs> Even if I have two hours... I need that time for myself. And HelloFresh is just a fantastic option to cut back on time at the grocery store and time spent in the kitchen uh, with meals typically ready in around 30 minutes or less. And plus, uh, they actually do have like 20 minute recipes with low prep, easy cleanup and provide an even faster route to putting food on the table. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including veggie, fit, wholesome, fit and wholesome, 
family-friendly, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. I love going on and like scrolling through the list and just finding what I like and something new that's like out of my comfort zone. That's not my typical just like chicken and rice. Um, but you today can go to hellofresh.com slash locked on 16 and use code locked on 16 for up to 16 free meals and three, yes, three free gifts. So head on over to hellofresh.com slash locked on 16 and use code locked on 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. In case you missed that, that's 16. One six. Yeah. That's a lot of free meals. That is. It is. It's a good deal. Right. So Vegas, the funny, the other funny thing about them trying to make this trade, like also first off, like third of all, like I feel like the only, aside from Dadanov, like the only other like real innocent party here are the Ducks who probably were just like, yes, I will receive this player. Right. And didn't realize the like hornet's net that they, nest that they were just gonna like unearth. Right. Um, but like Vegas needs people to score goals for them. They just got shut out by the Jets. And oh Dadanov like actually has, you know, he certainly hasn't been living up to the, the contract that he has. Like that's, <laughs> you know, fine. But he has been scoring goals for Vegas. Uh, he, in his past five games, he has four goals in his past five games. Why like, are you trying to trade this man when you're on the cusp of a playoff wild card spot? Right. And, you know, it's because they shot themselves in the foot by spending too much money. And right. now he, here we are. Um, you know, their um, long-term injury reserve situation uh, they would have to clear so much money. Uh, they would have to clear $4.8 million in cap uh, space if they wanted to activate Alec Martinez. They'd have over $9 million to clear if they want to activate Mark Stone before the playoffs. And if someone is healthy, if they have passed all the medical checks, you don't have a choice. You have to activate them. You can't just like let them hang out. <laughs> what happens now? Like, that's what confuses me because it's like, are, how can you punish the players? Like, the players are healthy. They right. didn't agree to right. any of this. They were, you know, I think Mark Stone had like a back injury. It's not right. like, probably had a back injury from carrying the team on his back. Uh, I mean, that's true, yes. Like, I just, like, do they face consequences for this? Because it, this is very... Mm -hmm very different from Tampa Bay. Right. Because Tampa could make it work. Yeah. Stamkos needed that time or Kucherov yeah. needed that time. Yeah. To recover. Yeah, it was a little shady and like eh. But, but Vegas like they've been fully exposed and yeah. I don't know what kind of punishment you can give a team. For mm -hmm. something like this, if you can even punish a team, because Vegas could just be like, "Well, we thought that they, they'd be out longer, right? We thought it was more serious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They can play dumb, right? They're and like, for God's sake, they are dumb. 
Sorry. <laughs> and like they like it seems like this the, the, the solution, quote unquote, mm. is to, like you can still trade Dadanov. He just can't play. So if and it you like it didn't used to be that way. It used to be you could trade someone and like I think they could still play in the playoffs or like if you sign someone, but but everyone was like, oh, mind blown. Um, right. Like they could trade him to. Well, I think everyone uses Arizona as the example because Arizona is like the dumping Has ground. Money. Yeah. Right. Um, you could trade him to Arizona. Um, so there's no playoffs he'd miss out on, obviously. He also just wouldn't be able to play for the rest of the regular season. Like that would get rid of Vegas's problem. But, you know, it's... every other team is going to extort them for like it's going to take a first round pick to get rid of this guy. Oh, 100%. Like, now a team's going to have to have them on his roster and, like... Not do anything. Not do anything. Like, Anaheim, at least, like, especially after they had just traded away, like, half of their team because they realized the rebuild is real, um, they could have used him. Like, they could have put him to work immediately, like, stick him on a line with Trevor Zegras or something. Exactly. And, ta-da. And instead, he's just going to, like, Sit, sit sit around like you, you trade him to the Canucks or something and then he just sits there yeah but like, that sucks for him right and again that just feels like a punishment for the player mm-hmm. because it's not like he demanded a trade and right. Vegas couldn't get something done he is just like a victim in all of this right. I would just love his unfiltered thoughts. I would love, I don't know if he's married and has kids, but like, I know what my kitchen conversations look like after a long day of Uh work, angrily chopping my pepper. I would love (laughs) to know what goes on inside his kitchen or a group chat. Anything. Because I would just be like, why? I just want to play hockey. Uh huh. You wanted to get rid of me and now you want me to go back and play for you? I hope there's like a group chat of spurned former Vegas players oh that's like Flurry and Nate Schmidt and like <laughs> Alex yeah. Tuck who got yeeted in favor of uh, Jack Eichel. Jack like Eichel. there's a yeah. whole slew of them. I hope there's just a really active group chat that's just dunking on them the whole time. Like, like probably like the barbecues at the cottage this summer are going to be so <laughs> brutal. Brutal. I- I love it. It's just like another day at like one of our day jobs, honestly. Right. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like, just like so petty. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, we're going to take a look at uh, what the rest of the Western Conference did coming up after this because other teams did do things that we don't really have to make fun of because some of them actually did smart stuff. Uh, but before we do that, uh, I have more delicious food to tell you about because maybe after you make your Hello Fresh meal, you find you're you know still hungry or it's a couple hours later and you're like, yeah, I need a snack. I need a snack to get me through until my next Hello Fresh meal. Well, that's where Built Bar comes in because Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. You'd never believe it's healthy, but it is. Uh, Built Bars are low in calories, low in basically all the bad things, low sugar. Uh, low carbs, high fiber, high protein, all delicious. And they come in a ton of amazing flavors, including the Built Puff line, which is a protein infused marshmallow. It tastes delicious. If you're into uh, the 
cinnamon churro one, which you should be. That is definitely a favorite of uh, many of us over here at Locked On. Uh, and the built bars themselves come in great flavors like mint brownie, coconut. Uh, there's berries, there's orange, there's cookies and cream. So whatever it is that you're looking for, you can find uh, the flavor to suit you. I just saw like a text the other day because I get built bar texts um, about like a brownie batter built bar. I need to investigate oh, this oh, oh. it sounds amazing. So you can do the same thing I'm going to do after the show, which is go to built.com and check it out. See all the varieties available. Uh, you can use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. So the other teams did some stuff. They and did. I, I want to like first... The first one that comes to mind as having done like truly bonkers stuff is the Seattle Kraken, who do they even have players left? I was just going to say, are they like unexpanding themselves from the league? Are they seceding? Right. Like after someone someone on Twitter made a great tweet that was like, they know they don't get a second expansion draft, right? Oh my God. Well, no, like I just, I kept, I was at work. And I have, like, really, really spotty service. So it felt like every notification I was getting was just, like, the Kraken. And I was like, mm-hmm. what What are they doing? So finally I texted one of my friends. And I was like, hey, like, are the Kraken just, like, moving, like, everyone? And she's like, yeah. There, there's nothing else, like, coming through right now. Just, just the Kraken. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, and they well. have basically hoarded picks. Uh, so the I trades that they made, um, yeah, they're like trying to, yeah, rival Arizona here. Um, pre-trade deadline, they made the trade uh, with Kelly Yarncroft to Calgary. Uh, that included three draft picks. So let's let's just keep count here. So we'll keep, we'll count that as part of the trade deadline because it was close enough. So they got three draft picks for that one. Uh, they traded Mark Giordano and Colin Blackwell to the Leafs and got three more draft picks. So we're up to six. Uh, they traded Jeremy Lazan to the Predators. Everyone is like, why? Because he's bad, but whatever. Uh, they're <laughs> pick for that. Uh, they traded Mason Appleton back to Winnipeg. That's where he came from in the first place. Got a pick for that. Uh, they traded Marcus Johansson back uh, to the Capitals. He didn't initially come from the Capitals, but he was there before. Uh, they got a player, Daniel Sprong, and then two more picks for that. So we're up to 10. Uh, and that, that, that's it. So 10 picks. That's a lot. And exited one, two, three, four, five, six players. Okay. Who who is playing? They also acquired Victor Rask for some reason, probably because they realized they needed bodies in Minnesota. They literally traded him for future considerations. Minnesota was just like, take him. Right. Brandon Tana was going to come back and be like, what? (laughs) It's like the... The, like, Fresh Prince, like, Will Smith gif of him, like, walking to the room that's, like, totally empty. That's, yeah, yeah that's going to be Tana when he comes <laughs> back. He's like, where, where, where'd y'all go? Right. I... But what are they, they... They know that people have to play for their team next year, right? Right. And they still have, like, a full month of the season left. They have one, two, three, four, five, six... Six restricted free agents. That's not even including um, guys in the AHL. Uh, they have six restricted free agents. One, two, 
three unrestricted free agents of like NHL level guys um, from their AHL guys. They've got five unrestricted free agents, four restricted free agents. Like what, what, what do Seattle? <sighs> Nothing makes sense. I, no. I'm currently scrolling through like a recap of trades and Mark Andre Fleury being on the wild. It's Blows nice. My mind. I don't like. I don't have to like actively root against him. Right. He just exists now. He, right. He's just existing. But I really don't want the wild to make the playoffs. <laughs> sorry, Seth. You are an amazing human being. Your Twitter presence is great, but I I just don't want to see the wild <laughs> succeed. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. that that trade does make me think of like well you know, bring it back to like Vegas for a hot second and how they just traded him and didn't even tell him essentially right. um, that like, well, when Chicago traded him, basically Cal Davidson, the GM of Chicago was in like constant communication with flurry and his agent the entire time to try to find a spot that would be good. Like, you know, be good for flurry that he wanted to go to like he, he you know, they could have traded him wherever they wanted, but Cal Davidson was very clear about like, we wanted to do what was right for him. And, you know, they still got, they got a second round pick that I think will go to a first round if the wow do something. Um, and like, you're just like, Oh, and then Vegas just traded you without like telling you about it. I, you know, and Kyle Davidson, like we talked about him when his uh, hiring was official and we talked about how young he is and how he has a big, big task mm-hmm. at hand here. Like, yeah, he has to rebuild the team, but he also needs to kind of work on saving Chicago's reputation. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to praise people for doing their minimum here, <laughs> but I think that, you know, it is. It's a breath of fresh air when you hear things like that. And, you know, it's not like when <laughs> when players are like, oh, turning my phone off for the week, like going right. going on vacation. And then like the next day they're uh-huh. trading and everyone's like tweeting at them like, ah, well, <laughs> good luck. But I- I'm I'm happy for Flurry. You know, he's a good guy still. Just again, can't root for you. Um I'm scrolling, and most of these are uh, Seattle, Seattle Eastern <laughs> Conference. Right. And I will say, like the one other team in the West that I I think, and it it pains me to say that they did a good job because they are my non-Vegas mortal enemy. Is the Ducks? Yeah, because their their new GM Pat Verbeek, like realized very quickly in taking over the role like oh no we really do need to like rebuild and this you know sure we're okay right now but like that's luck and smoke and mirrors uh they traded away one two three four like four and a half players one guy's a prospect so who knows and they got back like two two like legit nhlers one guy who's like an ahl like 
can make the next jump. A guy who's injured, uh, a college prospect who immediately signed a deal, and one, two, three, four, five, six, six draft picks. So they they've done the work to like really kickstart their rebuild. They moved out guys who they knew they weren't really going to resign, uh, and. I'm glad that they got rid of Nick Delorier because all he does is like punch people in the face on my team. And I'm excited to not have to deal with that like five times a year anymore. But as much as it pains me to be like, Oh, the ducks did something right. um, Their GM ripped the bandaid off and was like, goodbye fan favorites. Yes. And he avoided that Hampus Lindholm eight year extension, which I think is, I was, I'm sick to my stomach. (laughs) When I saw yeah, that, that was a and then I saw that he's making six point five million dollars. I, I, yeah, and his numbers are already kind of like he's not yeah. that good anymore. No, and I'm just whatever. Go Flames! Like, <laughs> I, I can't do it. I, I'm not I'm not ready for Bergeron to be gone. I, oh I, no, I that's sad. Didn't even think about that. Oh, <laughs> nightmare fuel, but right? No, that's horrible. But honestly, good for the Ducks. They have, yeah. they hold all the cards right now. So hopefully mm-hmm. they make the right moves. Yeah. And Colorado, I feel like we can end on Colorado because I, it's just like, how do they, how do they keep, they added Andrew Cogliano. So they have like good veteran depth presence. Uh, Arturi Lekkanen, who like legit Montreal should have kept him. Like he's good. <laughs> Um, so like great depth player who can play up if you need him to Nico Sturm, young player, um, just like Josh Manson, who's also irritating. Um, and I feel like now Colorado's full of like irritating guys, but they're all also irritating guys who can score. Like, how do they keep getting away with this? I don't know. And I think we need to investigate because... I'm very frustrated, and <laughs> I, I I don't hate Colorado. I think that they're a fantastic team, and honestly, like a great organization. Yeah, but stop, <laughs> right? Stop. If Joe Sackett calls you, put the phone down. Right. Don't. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I missed your call. Right. Like, oh, I was skiing. Right, in the people things. <laughs> I was on my yacht. Right, I didn't have service out there. I'm so sorry. But right, you were like just bad. No, I, I didn't have service. I'm sorry. Just don't answer the phone. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Exactly. It's that easy. It's that easy. Well, we'll see how all this all shakes out. Maybe by next week, like if getting dad and I will be a like you know, D- Dallas star or something and just doing nothing. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. Also well, congrats to Tyler Sagan for scoring his 300th career goal. First oh. in his draft class to do it. Oh, wow. Look at that. Good job, Tyler Sagan. Good job. Goals have been like a struggle for him this year. So that's like. Yeah, you're in last year. So yeah. Yeah. Good he should have hit that like a long time ago. Well, Dallas, man. <laughs> oh man. Well, this has been a delight. Just where can the people out there on the internet find you? Yeah, so you can find me uh every day talking flames hockey uh 
uh, locked on Calgary Flames and make sure you're nice and leave me nice reviews. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Um, I'm currently wa- wrapping up The Sopranos for the first time, and there's just a lot of live tweeting going nice. on for that. Nice. Awesome. Solid. Solid. You can find me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah, where I tweet about the Kings and the stupid sport and occasionally share pictures of my very cute foster dog, who you probably heard like coughing in the background. So <laughs> cool. Hope that isn't annoying or anything. Uh, This show, of course, uh, is available wherever you get your podcasts. Just Google search whatever, Locked on NHL. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, Make sure you're subscribed. Hit the notification button so you never miss a future episode. Uh, There is, of course, all sorts of great content all week long here on Locked on NHL from our great uh, stable. I don't know if I like that word, but, you know, whatever, of hosts talking about the NHL all week. Uh, And we, of course, will be back next Wednesday Uh, for more Locked on NHL, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.